Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, thousands of years ago, there were ancient Greeks, Greek philosophers, who attempted to make sense of this universe that we live in, this universe that we find ourselves in. You see, they looked at everything in life, and they saw many different parts, many changing parts. And here is what puzzled them. They wondered what united all the different unstable parts of our universe together in a coherency. Otherwise stated, they saw the world as constantly changing, changing seasons, changing weather, changing natural disasters, changes in life, life and death, everything always changing, which led them to believe that there was something in the middle of this life that we find ourselves in, something in the very middle holding everything together. Some of these ancient philosophers, they actually believed that water was that thing that held everything together. After all, most of the earth is covered by water. 
And then other schools of thought, they thought maybe it was air that held everything together, kept everything stable. And other philosophers had their own theories that came about. The point is this. These ancient philosophers, they knew that there had to be a center to everything. They knew that there was something that united this universe together to keep it from falling apart. In layman's terms, it would be like seeing a bunch of spokes of a wheel and saying this, there must be a hub at the center of this wheel, keeping this wheel together, keeping it spinning and rolling. Or it would be like looking at a basketball game, seeing the players moving back and forth, sometimes chaotic, sometimes organized with a round ball and simply saying, there must be a coach behind these players, someone guiding these players and directing them. Another example would be looking at an orchestra and seeing all the different instruments playing their music, different notes with different volumes at different times, and saying, there must be a conductor, someone that is uniting all of these musicians and instruments together to create music. This is what the ancients were trying to ponder. They were trying to find the thing at the center. They were trying to find that which united the many parts together as one. Well, long story short, a philosopher came along in the 6th century B.C., some 2,600 years ago, and that philosopher said that there was a thing at the center, and he called that thing at the center, he called it this, get this, he called it the word. He said that the word was at the center of the universe. Yes, at the very center of everything, that thing that united everything together and kept everything stable, he called the word. Now, your mind should be going to our gospel reading this morning, the Gospel of John, hearing from St. John. If you can recall, in our reading from the Apostle John, he mentioned the word as well. You see, John was not only picking up on Jewish ideas when he wrote this, but he was also picking up on Greek ideas as well, mentioning the word. You see, John, he states that the word is at the center. The word is that stable, creating thing at the very center. And get this, John says that the word is God. It makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense, my friends. The word, God, is our creator and sustainer, our center and our stability. Even though these ancient Greeks were pagans, it's surprising they were hitting so very close to the God of the Bible. But, get this, what these ancient Greeks could not fathom is what John also says in our reading this morning, what he says about the word. Fasten your seatbelts, listen to what John says. He says that the word Yes, the word became flesh and blood, and that word lived among us. You heard it right. God became flesh and blood. Jesus, the word, pitched a tent in human flesh to be with us. So to get the full impact of this, 
what John is telling us this Christmas day. My friends, we need to be looking at that manger. We need to be looking at that babe in the manger. Yes, for a moment here, picture the baby in the manger. Picture Christ being born of Mary, laid in that manger. Picture the baby Christ, born in Bethlehem. For this is the place in which Jesus, the word, put on flesh and blood. Hear our gospel reading once again with this in mind. My friends, the babe in the manger is the word. The babe in the manger is God. The babe in the manger was in the beginning, before time, before matter, and before space existed. Everything, everything created through the babe in the manger. Everything was indeed created through the babe in the manger. Nothing, not one thing came into being without that babe in the manger. The earth, the moon, the stars, and the universe were made by that babe in the manger. And this little baby is life, and this life was the light of mankind that shines in the darkness. In this little baby of Bethlehem, we see glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory. It's pretty amazing to think about, isn't it? In this vast world, this vast universe, Jesus is the center. He is that which is stable. In Jesus, all things in heaven and earth were created, things invisible and visible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through Jesus and for Jesus. Jesus, the word, is before all things, and in him all things are held together. It's amazing. It is truly amazing. Now, I don't have to tell you that this is all quite glorious. Just pondering this and thinking about this, it is a quite glorious thing to think about. But just in case this is not amazing enough, consider the whole reason why Jesus put on flesh and came to earth in the first place. He did this, my friends, so that you and I may know his glory. He did this so that we wouldn't have to speculate and search as those ancient philosophers had to do. He came to humanity, he put on flesh, and he shows us his glory. And so we see glory in Jesus. We see that glory. We see that glory coming into existence before us, being displayed before us in Jesus. But glory is also seen In other things here, too, as well, we think about this. We see glory in Jesus walking on water. We see glory in Jesus giving sight to the blind. We see glory in Jesus granting health to the sick and life to the dead. And glory not only shines from these things, but we see glory in Jesus shining on that Mount of Transfiguration and from that empty tomb. And we most specifically see this glory from that cross where Jesus suffered And died for the forgiveness of our sins. And this glory, it comes to you directly. It comes to you personally this day. This glory comes to you as you hear this word with your ears. Glory being poured into your ears. As you remember your baptisms being marked with the sign of the cross. Gloriously taken from death to life. 
and glory coming to you as you eat and drink the body and blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Dear baptized saints, Jesus is the center of the universe. He is that which is stable. He is the glorious word, the radiant glory for a world living in a night of sin. And because he put on flesh and blood and comes to you in the word and sacraments, get this, he is your center. That is right, Christ is your center. He is your stability. He is your consistency. He is your forgiveness. And he is your glory. Merry Christmas, dear baptized saints. The glory of Christ is given to you this day. It is poured into your ears, poured into your mouths. It is placed upon your head and your heart, marking you as one of the redeemed. Glory shown to you in Christ. Glory given to you in Christ. It is yours. Merry Christmas. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.